0: Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. What's going on? Coach Luca back here with the Vigor Life Podcast, and today we're going to go, well, essentially what I'm going to do is is uh, coach you on nutrition. So this is actually a presentation I, I end up doing for a lot of the new groups to come into Vigor Ground Fitness and Performance that we found that... Uh, does really well as far as conveying uh, not in, not only information, but like motivation to, you know, to get people to feel, uh, take action, which, you know, obviously is the catalyst to, to becoming successful with lifestyle changes, um, you know, not feeling overwhelmed. But the thing is, like, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of bounce left and right here, because I do think this is foundational, no matter what, you know, where you are. Um, and, and what I mean by that is this, okay, look, so Somebody might say, might look at me and say, well, you're advanced, right? You're advanced with your nutrition, Luca. Um, and while my nutrition, I feel, is is pretty damn good, I can certainly say that, you know, um, it's pretty foundational and basic. So, you know, what I wanted to talk to you about today, essentially, even though I said, hey, this is a presentation we do for nutrition inside of Vigor Ground uh, with a lot of groups when we have kind of onboarding and things like that, uh, I would say, like, I'm going to talk about the the behaviors and habits of people that are lean, healthy, and have high-level physical performance. So, uh, if you, you know, if you see somebody in their, you know, 40s and 50s, and once again, this doesn't mean if you're t- in your 20s, uh, in your 30s, it doesn't, it, it's irrelevant. But when you see somebody like that's in their 40s, um, or their 50s, you know, and they're lean, you know, they look healthy, they're moving healthy, they are healthy, right? They don't just look it; they are. You know, basically, like, if you ask them and sit down with them and talk to them about, you know, what are the things that they're doing, like, where they're at, I I would, I would have you consider, and you can test this out, right, that they wouldn't go like, well, listen, so, you know, what I do is um I carb cycle, you know, Monday through Sunday, and uh what I do on Monday and Tuesday is blah, 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 and I make sure I hit my calories specifically. Like, you're not going to get that, you know, uh, unless unless that person is still, you know, I would say very much involved in a physique or bodybuilding competitions or things of that nature, um, you're not going to have people do that. But, you know, but what they will do is they'll probably go like, well, you know, for breakfast, I do this. And this is my mindset around this. And, you know, these are the times where I kind of treat myself and this is how my, I work out. There's going to be a certain pattern of behaviors that they do to look and feel that way. Right. And, and this is essentially kind of like this uh, foundational thought, you know, uh, that that we kind of want to convey. OK. Um, and let's, you know, even though this can go both ways, this can go towards the route of building muscle, it can also go the route of uh, of, of losing fat. You know, uh, what you know, what do you what is the pattern? What is the pattern that we see? The pattern we see is, you know, somebody goes on a diet. Right. Um, which tends to be uh, the mindset. Right. There's there's a mindset kind of. I would say issue there because it is closed ended, right? Like two, you know, 30 day detox, six week, this eight week, that 12 week, this. So, but, but they go on a diet, right? They restrict energy intake and that low energy intake reduces metabolic activity. It it, it just does, right? Science, team science. Um, but from there, the body tries to restore the energy balance with increased appetite, most of the time with increased appetite, right? So, what tends to happen is obviously the dieter falls off the wagon, as we call it, right? Simply stops dieting once the goal is, is, is achieved. So that's the other part of it. So maybe that person does achieve the goal. So let's look at a, I don't know, like a 12-week, a right? Like getting ready for the wedding. Want to lose 25 pounds, right? Restrict calories pretty hard, you know, go from training little to training a lot, five, six days a week. You know, a said wedding comes, reach the goal. And kind of then from there, what happens, right? You're like, come on, I reached the goal, we got the wedding, we're going on a trip, so on and so forth. But then this, you know, kind of eating back to where they were, or even if they're eating better, right, despite more energy coming in, metabolism may not go up back to the previous baseline, right? So your resting metabolic rate stays lower than before dieting, because that's what happens much of the time, right? And then you get that weight regain, uh, often often many times heavier than before, right, that, that, that rebound. And- what happens then is the person ends up going on a diet again, so you can kind of see you know I mean you can't see it, but essentially it's like this loop right the loop that keeps repeating itself, and we get that a lot right so but remember like this starts with a certain type of mindset for you know to to be in that place, so one of the things that i I talk about is you know breaking that loop and first introducing this, hey, this is what really happens, like we want to try to avoid that, and from there, you know it's I, I'm a big once again, I said, you know, I've, I've not only played high-level uh, sports and professional sports, but coached, you know, the highest-level athletes as well. And, th- you know, the reality is that nobody uh, or very few, I'll say, are, are kind of using super advanced nutritional strategies. And, you know, so most advanced, uh, I would say, nutritional strategies backfire on people. You know, I tend to, in a presentation, like to do a picture of, you know, a gun it's pointing back towards me, right? Like you're setting yourself up to shoot yourself uh, and, and fail. And so uh, I, I really, it's, it's, it's like one of those things in, in algebra, right, like you, you have to earn something to move on to the next thing. Um, it's like exercise, right? Like you have, to, you have to do a great goblet squat before we're gonna front squat you, you know what I mean? You have to do a great you know, goblet and front squat, have great positions and ankle, you know, before we back squat you, uh, and of course, Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit there, but the whole point is like you have to earn certain things before you move on to the next thing. And it's the same thing here. Uh, and and the reality is I I don't believe that most people for the goals that they want to achieve. So from body composition to health and performance that most people ever really need to move past level one. And and so, you know, I, I'm still a big, like I said, proponent and big fan of uh, precision nutrition but like levels, right? Level one is foundational. And we're going to touch on on some skill sets of level one. And then level two and three, it just push those, right? Meaning that they progress those, okay? Uh, And then we'll we'll, we'll kind of discuss a little bit of my thought process around even things like macros and calories, which I I, I think are a, a good approach. You know, certainly becomes dependent on the individual, where they are and their personal preferences and whether that's a good fit for them. But, you know, let's go to here, right? Like, I mean... I'm always like, it's not about willpower, it's about skill power and like white knuckling stuff. You know, that process that I, th- that I mentioned before is a process of white knuckling, right? Go on a diet, whatever it is. Like, I mean, and I would say I'm highly, uh, you know, trained both, you know, physically, but but also like I'm good with nutrition. I've done, you know, some pretty, I've, I've had like gone a route of preparing for photo shoots and, you know, going on a you know, diet, knowing that I'll have a photo shoot and understanding what I'm getting into and so on and so forth. Um, I mean, that's tough. I, that's very tough for me as a person that is very busy, you know, does a lot throughout the day. Um, you know, going on any type of diet is, is certainly like challenging, right? Now, of course, you can adapt this. You know, I think there's a, there's a, uh, uh, I would say an approach for everybody that is the right approach, right? The right approach, um, but like if if you go and restrict my calories a ton, and I start training, things like man, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a tough time, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to white knuckle through some of this stuff, and the reality is, it's not about that willpower, it's about skill power, it's about building skill sets that last for a lifetime, right? And so when we when I mentioned earlier, notice how I say we a lot because I'm so used to. Being like, you know, getting away from the I, 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 but we I always talk about Vigor Ground as, as, as a we and as a team. Um, but, you know, w- when I talked earlier about the, you know, meeting two people that you would say like, hey, man, that's, that's, the, that's how I want to be. Like, man, you're, you're, you're lean and you're, you're healthy and, you know, you can perform, right? So if you looked at a person that you wanted to be, what, be like in that physical realm, um, and, you know, they would have skill sets. Like they would have a certain level of skill sets. You talk to them about their day, you talk to them about their habits, and if you started writing them down, you'd see all these patterns. And they may not be the same, because like I said, everybody's an individual, but a lot of these you would see. All right. So these are the skill sets for nutrition success. And I would even say uh, you know, success in just healthy living lifestyle. And, and, and when I go through, you know, through these, cause I'm going to run through them a little bit faster and then we're going to kind of revisit them. But, you know, you don't have to have all of them. Actually, I'll, I'll even, you know, I'll even, uh, I would say, uh, be very, very forthright about some of the ones that I'm not doing well with, for instance, right now, uh, I could definitely improve on, which, which brings me back to the fact that like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm regularly about, I don't know, uh, at 10, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm going a little bit more compliant, I'll probably be like nine percent body fat, but otherwise I'm ten eleven somewhere over there right um but there's a lot of room for me in some of these habits that I'm gonna share with you guys to improve on, but the point that I'm trying to make here is that I like neither me neither some professional athlete and um and certainly not somebody that's trying to make a change and uh you know is overwhelmed by a lot of things in life just by transformation, by this, by that, by the other. Um, they they certainly don't need these massive, more advanced, you know, super complex strategies. So, you know, that's, that's a very, very important point to say that like each one of these, I could say, well, how can I make this a little bit better, right? So skill sets for success. Number one, making time. And I cannot put in, you know, shine enough of a light on this because without this one, like nothing else happens. I mean, and, and literally, it's just like time to think about it, right? Time to strategize, time to prepare for it. And, um, you know, because an, incre- an incredible, like perfect example is like yesterday, I'm talking to a client, you know, and, and there's some frustration going on there. This life happens and, you know, and it's like really kind of, well, you know, I got this going on and this going on and this going on that there's just no time. I don't have time, and, you know, and the reality is that busy is a decision. You know, if we break down the day, everybody has enough time it's just not enough time for everything, right? Um, but you got to choose what 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 is it what is it that matters to you. And I, I would, you know, I, I would say and can have you consider that. Obviously, most people are like, you know, what I want to feel better, I want to look better, I want to be more confident, I want to be healthier. And so, if that's the case, and you laid out your day and, and started doing, you know, time marks on every fifteen to thirty minutes, which I do highly recommend that you do, by the way, right? Make, make time stamps Even just for a couple of days Time stamps of every 30 minutes Of what you're doing throughout the day You know, you'll get this reality check Of like, holy shit Like, you know I could use two hours a week To prepare a bunch of meals And we'll talk about like Even, you know, getting food, food delivery And things like that But, you know, you could use that time to prep And it would reduce a lot of your stress A lot of your time to travel And go get food Go to the cafe Do this, that, the other, right? Like, but you gotta make time You know, it's kind of like you know, would you ever go? I'm too busy for my kids. No, like you'd sound kind of crazy, right? Like, but once again, like, I mean, some people are, but <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Like, you look at your day and you go like, no, no, this is non-negotiable, right? And I like that word, non-negotiable. Like, what is what is non-negotiable in your life? You know, for people that that come and say, Hey, listen, like I'm done. Like I'm finally like ready to transform. I'm committed to this. Uh, you know, I, like I will ask, like say, so what are some non-negotiables in your day, in your life, you know, because uh, that allows us to start working things to 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 their life versus, you know, because um, of course, you know, you got to make some changes and some sacrifices. But if you try to overhaul somebody's life and especially, you know, if, if it's like, oh, well, you know what? I know the kids are important to you, but you're gonna have to cut that out. Like, yeah, that's not gonna fit, right? But you gotta make time, like, for whatever whatever you want to change and improve in your life. You gotta make time for it. There's no way around it. Like, and like I said, then busy becomes a decision. I'm, you know, I'm constantly both pushing to be more productive and effective, on one side, and you know, constantly dreading, uh, looking at, and accepting the fact that like I I still waste time. Right. Because we all have our patterns and whether it's wasting time, you know, doing work on a computer and kind of getting pulled in by social media. And all of a sudden, you know, there's an hour a day or maybe more an hour and a half. You know, some for some people it's like I said, you know, three hours or four hours of TV at night. It's whatever. You're going to break it down and you're going to find a lot. You have a lot of time. Right. You're just making decisions on where you put it. And so. Making time, it, it is the foundational one. It is the foundational thing. I mean, like when you start training, you're going to make time to come to the, to the gym to get your training sessions in, right? You know, you're going to have to start making time to even just, you know, write, like for instance, journal like what you're doing, like what, you're, what foods you're eating to, be, to bring awareness to your day. Like it is such a foundational thing. And like I said, you know, this kind of – Brings it back to, to, to kind of these, these virtues and uh, philosophies of, you know, um, just time in general being our most valuable asset, you know, and it, and it truly is, you know, and as far as we only have so much time, I mean, listen, nobody knows if they're going to go tomorrow or not, uh, you know, where are you going to put it? Like, h- how is the time that you invest go- going to, does it get you what you want? So if, you know, if you truly want and, you know, if you truly want to feel better, perform better, look better. Um, You know, have more energy throughout the day, have more confidence, go after the things that you want in life and you know that your physical being is like stopping you from going there, man, like maybe you want to start reinvesting time and not putting it into, you know, fill in the blank or wherever you're putting it in and put it into, like I said, food prepping, training, uh, stress reduction, getting more sleep so on and so forth, stuff that we'll touch on, right? So we spent a little bit of, 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 of time on that one, but hey, you know why? Because it's very, very important. Um, you know, number two and three are eat slowly and stop at 80% full. Like these are just habits that like the reality of it is, you know, as you, if you look across the world in the populations that have had success with, you know, health, longevity, uh, you know, maintaining a healthy weight, um, you know, they all do that, you know, and, and there's so many different examples from across the world. It's like, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I might, comp- you know, get this wrong, but it's like, hey, a 30 water, 30 food, 40% air, you know, in your stomach. Uh, I don't know which which specific culture, you know, says that, but like, you know, a lot of places have this, uh, I would say, um, th- this healthy mentality. You don't, you know, you, you don't eat till you're stuffed. And like I said, in the U.S. right now, you know, when you're full, you're actually stuffed, right? That's the perspective is like that. For most people, it's like, oh man, I'm full. Like you're actually stuffed. Full is feeling like you could still eat some. And, and of course it goes in hand with, you know, eating slowly because the satiety, uh, I would say for our brain to like really realize satiety, it takes some time. So like, you know, eating for 15 minutes, you know, per meal, uh, and increasing the, the length of time of your meals is like massively important. And you know this is one of those things that once again, right? this is a skill set. like I you know I, I've been fortunate in to to where i've I've have this so ingrained because in Slovenia and Europe, you know we sit down and eat meals. I never you know I never watched TV while I ate until I came to the US. Um, and when I go home, that's still what we do. There's the TV's not on. We don't watch TV. We're sitting at this big table when we go out. You know, lunch is longer and stuff like that, and and so we eat slower naturally. It's it's kind of what you're trained to do because you're conversating, you're engaging. It's a social kind of, uh, I would say, event in 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 many ways too. So, um, you know, but then you feel fuller, right? Where it's like here, you know, I, obviously I I fell into the like the hustle and bustle, so sometimes my meals like you know I'm, I'm I'm knocking it down in like you know three four five minutes. And, and the thing is, like, time yourself, right? Time yourself on a meal because it'll kind of give you a slap in the face of like, holy shit, right? And it might not be all the meals; it might be one meal. Like, you might inhale one meal throughout the day, right? And and once again, like, that might be fine. Maybe maybe you do that, but you're maintaining your weight, and, that, and that's and that's and it's okay, right? That's why I say that, like, none of these are like, oh, you gotta have all of them to be successful. But th- this is an awareness. This is something that's awareness because. You can start manipulating um, your habits and, and choosing which one you want to work on. So, for instance, if you if you sit down and you go, you know, you start timing your meals, like holy shit! Like I, every meal in a day takes me less than five minutes to eat, right, man? That's that's, that's a problem, right? You want to start addressing that and going like, okay, go, go, push that to eight minutes, push it to seven minutes. Maybe you want to push it to ten, right? You keep going up and i I'll have you consider that like if you just made that change if you're somebody that eats very fast and you made that change you will eat less cuz you'll you'll feel fuller faster you'll you'll eat less and because you eat less obviously eat less calories you know energy in energy out you're going to lose weight right so each one of these and obviously it's also like just healthier for you too but that that's the whole point of this right like remember we all we talk about like that for me personally like if you know successful Nutrition changes are ones that affect your body composition, so the way that you look, health, the way that you not just feel but that you are like I said, whether it 's blood work, whether it 's you know blood pressure, whether it 's inflammation, yada, 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 right like all those different things become better, your blood work picture becomes better, um, you know obviously you 're feeling it better, you 're getting the effects of that, and then performance right so does it help you uh perform better as far as you know conditioning strength. Uh, you know, building muscle, whatever that, that the variables that you want to work on. So these, these two like factors, one, one, they go together, but that's as, as a, a habit, you know, you have the seven habits of highly effective uh, uh, people and managers and stuff like, yeah, this is, this is the, the habits of highly uh, successful, or as to say, highly effective uh, bodies, right? Um, but, you know, this is, this is real, like, these are, these are things that, we we talk about it. and then like I said, I'll touch in the next um, couple of minutes of like how'd you go about it. So next one, eating lean protein with every meal, right? And I'll fly through this a little bit faster because I'm going to touch on the main ones that we coach on at the beginning. Um, but obviously, protein massively important, not just for you know building lean muscle, but uh, nitrogen balance for uh, it's a thermogenic food. So when it comes to fat loss, you know obviously you you burn more calories. Digesting protein than you do carbs or fat, so it's effective there. So a lot of important things. it's more, it's, uh, it's more it's a more filling food as well. So if you eat protein, obviously going to be fuller faster. Um, eating at least five servings of colorful fruits and veggies every day. I mean that's kind of like one of those very very basic ones, but something that you don't you know is 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 not happening for most Americans. Uh, and there's many ways to add that in. We're going to talk about that. Uh, making uh, smart carb choices now. You know once again, like the whole good and bad food, right we we really don't differentiate between that, uh, or should I say we differentiate theres there's certainly better foods for your goals. Um, but one of the the things that we we really teach is like, hey, get to the eighty to ninety percent, you know, get all the uh, the nutrient dense foods from whole unprocessed food as much as possible. But then you know the last ten percent, fifteen percent. Hey, you know, if you want to have a cookie, a Twinkie or whatever else that you like that some would consider a bad food, um, you know, that like that's not going to make you more unhealthy. It it really isn't. And unless, you know, it's a trigger food, like I said, if, if something is a trigger food and, you know, you have that around, that's a different story now. But the reality is, is like if we can fill and get all the quality nutrients from whole and processed foods you know, 80, 90 percent of the time, like you're going to be in a really, really good position, right? Because nobody's going to shoot for like if you shoot for 100, then you feel restricted and it creates a whole another set of problems. Right. Um, so with making smart carb choices ends up being like, hey, are you slow You, you eating, you know, naturally, I'll say whole and processed, you know, carbs that, you know, digest slower. Right. Um, that, that would be a goal. So exchanging what you know what you're doing now for those choices, right? So that's what it what it really comes down to. It doesn't have to be perfect, but we got to move down that continuum. And remember, every single one of these habits, you're somewhere on this continuum, right? So from horribly horribly bad to like, you know, perfect, right? Everybody's somewhere, and it's like can we keep moving that down that, you know, down down that continuum for every single one of these? And and maybe and not even all of them at the same time, but like the ones that you pick and choose. And that's what we're teaching people. Like, hey, look, you choose one or you choose two and you work on them and you make them consistent. And then we move on to the next one. Um, another habit that's uh, is, is eating healthy fats. Once again, you know, we're looking at uh, obviously omega-3s, the, the ratio between the, the fatty acids and what most Americans take in is we eat a lot more inflammatory uh, I would say fast and anti-inflammatory fats. So switching that up, and there's a lot of benefits. Everything from hormonal, obviously, to reducing inflammation, to to you name it. But so, how do we once again shift that and get more things like like fish oils and uh, you know, the I would say like the right ratios of polyunsaturated, monounsaturated, you know, saturated fats. Um, but getting more healthier fats into nutrition. Same thing, you know. Once we look at the picture of A and B, hey, where is the client right now? Like we look at the GPS, here's where you are, you know, point A, here's point B. Cool, let's move you down the continuum, right? And, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about as far as like how that goes, you know, not necessarily having to look at your macros, but going like, okay, well, let's, you know, here's your meal one, uh, you know, all you have in meal, you know, most, most of meal one is the sugary carbs and, you know, saturated fats and, and, and trans fats, right? So how can we switch this up and get healthier fats and get a scramble with, you know, that's cooked in coconut oil and got a little bit of avocado and, you know, veggie scramble, maybe a sweet potato hash or whatever, right? Like throwing out an example they're like how can we make that better? And don't, you know, forget about all the other meals, like how can we make that better? So healthy fats is certainly one of them. Well, you know, one is planning vigor-friendly meals. And what all that is, is like, you know, we show people a plate, right? So we're, if you had to have one plate that you follow most of the time like a quarter of it would be protein about you know a a quarter or a little bit less of it would be you know healthy carbs smart carbs and uh, half of it would be uh half of it would be veggies right and then you would have a little little part there it would be like a a thumb or two thumbs worth of fat right but people are visual you know so showing somebody a plate and, and giving examples of like you know, this is, um, you know, this is what a great plate of food would look like and these are the foods that would be in there. It's very, very, very helpful, right? Because once again, like most people are visual. And we'll talk, once again, we'll come back to talking about, you know, calories, tracking, things like MyFitnessPal or, or macros and things of that nature. But, you know, if you give a, a person like the idea of a plate and taking pictures of a plate, uh, which there's a great app that's called uh, U8, uh, where you can put in, you know, just take pictures of of your food and you take a picture what time you ate, uh, you know, uh, it asks you even a question, is it in line with your goals or is it not in line with your goals, right? So it creates this awareness. And you can even write underneath like, hey, I was hungry when I ate this. I was stressed. I was, right? So it, it's basically a journal, but versus it being, uh, you know, tracking maybe in calories and macros, you're tracking in like, basically pictures right like more more in a sense of the handful diet which we'll touch on in a little bit and also you know knowing uh, being awareness of like hey is this, this is this behavior fitting my the goal of my my physical goal right uh and you know what what mood was I in? What was happening when I was eating it? So you guys, you know, I've talked about in the past, um, and this comes from psychology, not just for nutrition, but it's very, very useful. You know, the Halt. You know, and like those are acronyms, right? Hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Was I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired when I ate? So the U8 app is a really good. Uh, app for like I said, tracking for the client, but also for us to look at it and go like, hey, um, you know, let me see your days' uh, meals or this week's meals, and then we can kind of, I can ask more questions and dig in on why something happened, right? Or you know, hey, wh- what happened here? Oh, well, this, you know. So, but the, but the thing is, we can create awareness, we can pinpoint it, and we can start changing it. But so that's why, I like you know, eating vigor-friendly meals is you know, uh, essentially, it helps people. Uh, create context around what is what is a Vigor-Friendly meal and what does it involve, right? And once they understand, like and, and like I said, I'm a big fan of going like, you know, showing a meal and going like, uh, is this a Vigor-Friendly meal? Yes, it is. Okay, why is that a vegan? Well, because it's got the right amount of protein. So, you know, there are two, two uh, palmfuls of protein uh, right there for guys. Got two fistfuls of veggies and so on and so forth. And it's like, great, right? Like, It's education, but it's also education that leads to integration, right? Because you know that my big thing is education, so, or information has to to lead to integration, actual action, which leads to transformation, which is a change that people get. Um, Which leads to the next one, which is record what you eat. And like I said, recording what you eat can be done in different ways by choice of the person, like giving people choice of what that is. You know journaling just in a in a paper uh, i'm sorry in, in a in a written journal or is it in a you know something like a my fitness pal or any type of calorie tracking software, or is it in another type of format like something like u eight where it's pictures, right? it does honestly, you know whatever whatever is better than what they're doing right now is is a positive change moving forward and like that's all we want to promote, right? but once again, you know most people that are successful are in some way, Aware and tracking, like you, you may get to a point in time like I don't, you know, track my foods, but I can look at a meal and like, no, okay, this is fitting, you know, this is fitting my day. Or once you're, you know, experienced enough, you can go like, man, I only had one meal and a really small snack, so my evening meal I can eat a lot more, but I still want these breakdowns, right? Like, once again, for somebody that's just starting their journey, um, you want them to have tracking because. In some in some format or another, like I say, you know, I think when when I say tracking, people instantly go like, oh man like calories, I hate doing that, right but even even just going to you know that format of you know what we teach from precision nutrition, which is the handful diet, and that's like um you know palm of protein, like I said, it's it's a uh, you know of carbs, this is fat, and they can they can look at it and go like, oh, okay, cool, right it's a tool, it's a tool, and like I said. Uh, if if you are in coaching, you want to be able to have you, you want to be able to see what's actually going on versus you know humans in general are just not good at remembering things or yeah it was about this much right uh, so i'm always you know the magic question and p is like hey uh, let me see right and and this works for anything right like if you have a business if you have anything that where where you gotta uh what you got track and 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 keep you know keep somebody accountable to something. Oh, yeah, I, I did I did do that. Okay, cool, let me see, right? Automatically, it's like now it's got to be shown. Yeah, I, I got that blog post written. Okay, cool, let me see. I think it's enough words. Let me see, right? Like that way we can address it and you actually know where you're at. Like that's the key. Like always, like always, like what do we, you know, point A to point B, GPS. I keep talking about that, but like knowing where you're at. Same thing with performance, right? Like know where you're at. Like am I, you know, I, I wanna I wanna jump, you know, I wanna broad jump this, I wanna 40 yard dash this, I wanna right like okay, cool, let's let's test it, let's see where you're at, right? So that's important. Um creating and using sleep rituals. Like so obviously there's you know a podcast that I shot that's literally an hour plus all around sleep, how important it is, why it's important, uh, you know, actual strategies and tactics on uh, on how to improve your sleep. Um and I'll put the I'll put the link to that one in the notes section. Um this is a massive one. Uh, drinking only calorie free beverages. So, you know, whether whether that means going from regular Coke to diet Coke, still a fantastic, you know, step. Um and but but once again, like uh I, I if I'm not mistaken, I think the average is about four hundred and forty calories per day is what what most Americans drink, they drink 440 calories per day. Uh, I know it's somewhere between there and 500. So, you know, if you think of somebody that should be eating, you know, or for maintenance around 2000 or maybe somebody is 1500, you know, that's 25 to, to, you know, to 33% almost of your calories are, are being drank, right? So, and, and most of those are coming from sugary drinks. So. You know, think about that, and how big of a change like we th- that's a massive change that we see uh apart from obviously water being very important for hydration, but you know having people switch to that is you know we're always seeing positive results and the weight drop, and people feeling better, but that's one actually of the key habits that we'll talk about a little bit later uh using recovery uh targeted recovery strategies i mean with stress levels, like one of the next podcasts that is gonna be about. Uh, Basically, you know, the anti-stress brain, but really like kind of strategies around reducing stress and being more resilient to stress uh, throughout the day because it is such an important factor. And I'm going to touch on it in a little bit about how, you know, uh, Americans specifically train a lot and they're very active compared to other other uh, countries in the world. That have much lower obesity, and you know, an example of that is that Japan has four percent obesity, America has like thirty-three percent obesity, and uh, you know, a, a Japanese culture is actually very inactive. And we're, we're going to touch on that, like why that matters. Uh, but a massive, you know, massive factor in just your, I would say, quality of life. And also eating because, man, like much of the eating that happens is, you know, is is driven by emotions and stress. So, you know, being able to 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 be less stressed is so much more powerful, not just for like the quality of relationships, the quality of your work, uh, all these different things, which I'll actually, you know, touch on in, in, in a bit. Actually, let me let me pop over here because this is, uh, you know, you're think, think about it this way. Right. Um. Stress, you know, because this is like the, the um, think about the amygdala, but, you know, something to learn about the whole stress situation, right? Problems are inevitable, right? Stress is just a part of daily life. I mean, you don't want life without stress. Stress is good, right? Stress helps us grow. Um, but, you know, knowing how to quickly turn from like rumination, thinking about stuff that continues to go wrong to problem solving, you know, will give you a competitive edge and like change, whatever change, whatever area of life that is, but with nutrition, certainly so. So, you know, in business and life, you must learn how to differentiate between actual danger and perceived danger. So, without the skill, you're susceptible to outside stimuli. And like, that's what stress really does, right? Like, it it, it's, it, it, tra- it tricks our amygdala saying, like, oh, something's really, really dangerous. Um, so, your, ph- your physical and cognitive health depends on this. And studies show that stress leads to countless physical ailments, which Will diminish your ability to perform optimally, and uh, also, and in, in, tons of studies show that they lead to a lot of stress, leads to overeating, to under recovery, to things of that nature. So, you know, using targeted recovery strategies have so many implications in just the quality of your life that it, it you know, we could go on and on and on about that. But uh, the reason I bring it up is because when you say stuff like that, sometimes you know, without creating context around it and cr- without uh, showing the specific individual and how that will help them achieve their goal. Uh, you know, it's really easy to just go like, ah, that's not what I need. I need you to make me a meal plan and I need this and I need to work out hard. And right, like this is why information is important, or should I say not information, but education and, and attaching that education to a person's goals. Right. And, and like I said, when I do the seminar, it's very, like I said, hands on ish and I'll ask a lot of questions so that we get to the point of like how this specific thing will help that person, you know, lose weight, uh, you know, get out of joint pain, um, be able to have more energy for their kids when they come home. Like I, you got to connect it to the goal that has gravity for them. Right. Um, after that, eating whole foods only. I mean, that's just one of the, honestly, one of the things we like to teach as soon as possible is to replace, um, you know, I'd say un- processed foods for unprocessed whole foods. And that doesn't mean 100% shift, but it does mean starting to change that. And, and that can uh, obviously not only creates more nutrients, like more nutrient density in people's diets, but it also, you know, it's like more nutrients, less calories, uh, you know, more filling and just in general improves health. Um, one of the the habits also is a little more, a little better, which means we're just trying to improve right and think of, because think about this in essence, like I started with talking about this whole diet process and and that cycle of you know uh dropping calories and then regaining the weight right it's 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 certainly not under the mentality of a little bit more and a little bit better right it's 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 actually the mentality of like a lot more fast. <laughs> And and that's where most people fall off, get overwhelmed, think think that, you know, there's something wrong with them, that they just weren't meant to lose weight, that it's genetic, that whatever else it may be. But it's not. A little more, a little better is literally like looking at it and being able to look at your wins. And we've talked about also, you know, being able to to look at your wins and why tracking is important. You know, tracking behaviors uh versus outcomes, right? Being able to tick off, hey, I went to the gym four times this week, you know, last last week I only went two times. Great job, right? Guess what? That's more. That's better, right? Hey, you know what? I noticed that I, uh, you know, this week five out of the seven days I got enough of my water in. You know, where last week I only got two days in. Better, right? That's your win. Celebrate your win. Feel confident. Build that up, and that's what a little more, a little better means. You look back and you go like, yeah, it wasn't perfect, but look at that. Like I improved awesome, great job. Like, man, let's, let's build that confidence. Let's show you that you're winning. And if it's 1% better, I mean, you know, this is kind of, it sounds foolful to people. I know you've heard it before, but hey, the reality is like 1% better 365 days a year, that's like improving, you know, more than threefold. And like, that's massive, right? I mean, if you looked at profits like that, you'd be like, holy shit. So, I mean, even like, I, I look at it like, you know, 1% better every, every week is 52% better. That's, that's a huge difference. Um, and then from there is like a combination of uh, another habit is, you know, protein and colorful veggies and fruits. But, you know, once you can combine those two, like, hey, if you have enough protein on your plate and, you know, the other half of your plate is veggies and whatever else you add to it, like you're going to be in a pretty good place. Right. And, uh, and and last but not least is like changing your environment. And that one actually, you know, is so massively important. I do think it's one of the fastest, um, I would say it's fastest. Ways to change your behaviors—it's changing your environment. Like I said, we've done whole shows on that. Uh, Great book to read. Willpower doesn't work. um, That talks about that. uh, You know how, like, we we can choose our environments. And then our environments Shape our behaviors uh, And we have a lot more control In choosing our environments Than what we think And like I said Our environment is everything I mean it's every From from stuff that you you, you read From what you listen to If you're watching this podcast Like this is environment Right It's who you surround yourself with It's in the positions That you put yourself in uh, The sights The sounds The smells Like you name it Right um, and, and so Know that you have a lot of power In shifting your environments Like I said Instead of going to the You know uh, Cafeteria of of your company, you know, going to the cafe, three five-minute walk down the street. Now you're getting a walk. Now you're getting some fresh air, and you're going to a better place, right? You change your environment. That's your choice, right? So on and so forth. Like same thing. Like you get up in the morning. Do you, um, you know, do you watch the news or do you put on some a, a quality podcast? Or you know, read uh, you know, fifteen minutes of a book that inspires you, motivates you, shifts your perspective to one that's helping you shift your behaviors. Right? Those are all very, very important. Now, you know, coming back to because I always, I always share this example, and I say, well, you know, you must be thinking like. So I talk to the audience, and say, hey, look, you must be thinking like, well, how can like these habits like really do anything for me like without you know, if if I don't just focus on like completely changing my my food and my meal plan and so on and so forth. So I, I, I like to give this study that was done um, where basically there was two groups and it was a 120-day study. Um, and one group basically was kind of like the, the group that was just eat the same way that you have been eating, right? Eat everything the same that you have. And with group two, they just said, okay, look, Four meals a day, you gotta eat 30 to 40 grams of protein. Um, I think it was 30, if I'm not mistaken. So like 30 grams of protein, I think, at every meal. Four meals a day. Everything else you can do whatever you you know whatever you want. Like you can drink whatever you want. You can um, you know you can continue to eat whatever you want. Like that's basically your only parameter, right? Add protein to every meal. And over the course of you know those 120 days, there was the group. Uh, the group that ate kind of like the same that they did pretty much stayed the same. Uh, it was like minimal. I think there was minimal uh, weight loss. And I'm sure partially, obviously, because you make some more conscious choices if you're in a study. Um, but the group that just added 30 grams of protein to every meal, uh, first of all, on average, right, was eating 441 calories per day less, right? that one So that one habit that we talked about over a course of 120 days, um, dropped 441 calories per day. And that's obviously because when you eat protein, you feel more full, right? Um, and it was obviously other effects here, but the whole point of it is like that one shift uh, did that. And, and the average weight loss, um, I'm actually looking at the the study in the chart right here, uh, was down, I think, over over 11 pounds, close to 12 pounds. Now, so remember, this is... You know these participants aren't asked to to uh, to train, to exercise, um, do any cardio, nothing, right? That was, there was that one variable over the course of 120 days that you know helped them drop. Uh, like I said, it looks five, sixty-seven, actually six kilos more than that. So it's like I think 12 or 13 pounds right there, right? So I mean that's pretty significant. Like you know one shift, no training, no nothing, just adding that one variable. Um, and you know, when I show that study, a lot of people are like, wow, that's, that's a pretty significant shift for like just doing one thing for the 120 days and nothing else. And you were basically told like you can do whatever else with, with your nutrition, right? So, uh, that's why those habits are powerful and they're not, you know, that it's not moving because, because a person will go like, well, that's moving slowly, but it's like, no, 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 it's, it's moving strategically, right? Strategically. And you, you know you see the same thing with nutrition as you would in business. If, if, if somebody comes in, you're just starting you know, your business and imagine a consultant comes in and goes like, all right, listen, so we got to do all of this. You got to start a YouTube channel, you got to start doing on Facebook, you got to do Facebook ads. If you done Facebook ads before, no, you got to go in there and do this, 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 Like you got to write a book though, you got to write a book, you got to speak locally, um, you got to do blah, 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 right? And, and you're just like, holy shit. I mean, first of all, if you don't get completely overwhelmed and like lose your mind, um, you know, when you actually try doing all of that, it means that you're putting a little bit of effort into all these things, and you don't really do well in anything, right? And you fail, and then because you fail, you go like, "Shit, none of this stuff works," which is not true, right? But if I took like all that energy and focused it into that one thing, and go like, "Okay, look, you know, here's the here's the habit, like the, this is." Uh, you know, the lowest hanging fruit or maybe either eat the frog, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, you know, this is what I'm going to attack. And here's the strategies that we're going to employ to, to, to move this style forward. You know, then all of a sudden, right? You're like, holy shit, I'm putting all this energy into this one arrow, right? Boom. We built that up. Okay, cool. Now let's add this. Now let's add this. Right. And it's the same approach, right? It's the same approach. Now let's look at some samples here, right? So imagine, uh, because I, I just want to throw like how this usually works, right? How, how, would, how it works uh, because you want an actionable step, right? If you go like eat pro, more protein with every meal, some people go like, well, what does that look like, right? But for instance, most people have some of these limiting factors. I'm not going to go you know, through all of them, but just give you an idea like eating too many processed foods and not enough nutritious, mentally processed food. Like that's a limiting factor for a lot of people, right? Uh, not meeting basic nutrient needs. Right? So, not getting enough of, like for instance, uh, omega 3 fatty acids, not getting enough protein, not getting enough water, not getting enough uh, vitamin D, magnesium, whatever it may be. Right, um, Getting dehydrated, that's a limiting factor. Uh, drinking too many sugary, sweetened drinks, that's a limiting factor. Not feeling satisfied by your meals. And, and, and you know what I'm talking about, right? Like when you eat a meal and you're like, okay, I, could, I, I need to keep eating, right? Uh, eating too quickly and while distracted. That's massive, the mindfulness, we talked about this, you know, when people uh, watch TV or watch a movie, um, you know, I've, I've talked about this study before where, like, you're eating way more um, because you're distracted and you, you don't feel those hunger signals, and so that, that's a big one, right? That's, that's certainly a limiting factor, um, Irregular eating habits for some can be a limiting factor, right? Even like so, it's fine if you eat two or three times a day versus six or seven, whichever one you prefer. But like irregular eating habits usually mean that you're gonna overeat, right? Because it's like, oh, I'm super hungry. You might binge, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, overeating, uh, using food to manage feelings—that's a, that's a limiting factor. Not getting enough sleep is a limiting factor. Uh, not getting enough recovery, basic food prep skills certainly a limiting factor, right? Because now you're at the mercy of either eating out all the time or you know uh, ordering food delivery, which is which is a good option in many cases, right? Uh, basic shopping and food awareness, right? Being able to l- learn how to read labels versus going like, oh, this says it's healthy and it's low fat, and you know, but really not understanding the the, the food labels is a limiting factor. Um, Making impulsive choices, you know, uh, feeling too busy, too rushed, not having convenient options, okay? Uh, Not being consistent, limiting factor. Maybe you do well for a little bit. So, I'm gonna gonna float back and go, you know, if you, for instance, take an example of like eating too many processed foods and not not enough minimally processed foods, you know, you'd need help with replacing processed foods with whole minimally processed foods like fruits and veggies. Uh, what's a sample habit? Like, you know, find two whole food substitutes that you eat right now and change them up. So instead of eating, uh, instead of drinking orange juice, eat oranges, right? If you ate oranges instead of drinking orange juice, guess what, like, your calories are gonna go down, you're gonna drink less sugar, because, I mean, what's orange juice? It's concentrated, you're squeezing all the juice out of the oranges with the sugar and everything else, but it's higher calorically, it's not gonna fill you up as much because the orange has fiber, right? So you're eating less calories, more fiber is going to be more filling, but you could eat a lot more oranges to get the same amount than you do an orange juice, right? And you could do the same thing as like you know instead of uh, instead of eating I don't know like a, a a breaded crispy zucchini, right? You can you you exchange it with oh, but I I guess that's that's a real food. but I would say like process you know l- uh, legitimately processed stuff like you know French fries versus you know y- uh, yams, right? Like think of like the foods that you're currently eating like that that you can switch up okay because that's that's a sample habit and you can actually determine it in you know having a nutrition consultation with somebody and they pick the things that they want and switch them up and that they like them and let's go right so that's that's for instance uh, a a sample one like if you're drinking too many sugary drinks you know exploring you know you'll need help with exploring better quality drink options so going from like I said I'm not a you know when people go like oh well you know they're drinking Coke Zero instead of Coke. Um, it's like, oh man, let's you know, it's, that stuff is horrible for you. And it's like, well, no, they went from drinking I don't know how many calories to just drinking zero calories. That's a that's a that's better. And we said a little more, a little better, right? So that's better for for sure. And so you know, think about that. Like that is an option. Um, you know, eating too quickly and, and and while distracted, slowing down and focusing. What's what's one? Well, what? add five minutes to each meal. Put your fork down every time you take a bite. There's a number of different tactical things that you can do, right? If you have a regular eating habits, you, you you need to create a more balanced schedule. You know, eat three to four meals a day, or have them be mapped out and planned at certain times. Notice how every every limiting factor has something you need help with, but then it has sample habits that you can go along with that, right? Um, so basic food prep skills, learning to cook and prepare food. Uh, there's a really good, you know, Nate talks about this, like a, you know, a three, two, one, like having three simple options for breakfast, two for lunch, one for dinner. Um, and you could, you know, you could flip that around. Like if, if you like dinner more, you know, one, two, three, you know, or two, two, three, like there's a lot of different ways to do it. But, you know, you, you learn how to do some really basic stuff that you really enjoy eating, right? And you just focus on those. You don't have to become, you know, chef extraordinaire but you gotta start somewhere, right? So essentially, you know what ends up happening is like there's a number of ways of, to to do this. But every month, like you know, when you, when you break down your ultimate goal, and your ultimate goal might be, hey, I wanna you know I wanna build, I wanna build muscle, but I, I wanna get leaner. So I got like 50 pounds to lose, but I'd love to put on some mu- muscle and strength because I wanna get back to playing sports and doing it, right. So uh, you know, I want my joints to feel healthier and so on and so forth, right? And you have this, you have this goal, like you have this outcome that you want to achieve. And then you break that goal down into different habits that you got to change, right? And one of them will probably be like, hey, working out three, doing strength training three days a week, right? And so you, you, you put those skills down, like things that you want to develop and, you know, there is no golden rule, but like every two to three weeks, you know, you want to build a habit, right? And. Once you've become pretty consistent with that habit, you add on another one. What's cool is that certain habits are keystone habits. So, like, you'll do one and others come along for the ride, right? You wake up in the morning and, you know, you train early in the morning. Like, for instance, you come to Vigor Ground, team training boot camp, you, you, you train. And because you train, like, afterwards, you have a healthy meal because you're automatically like, man, I just got a great workout in. Let me, let me nourish my body with healthy food. Boom, keystone habit, So now you're training, but you knocked out breakfast and made it better already without even making that one of your goals. You see what I mean? And so that's where, like, this stuff really becomes, um, I would say, beneficial. So from there, uh, you know, you keep stacking these habits, right? And you kind of reverse engineer. The thing is they might not all be the same, meaning that, like, might not all be the same uh, from a standpoint of some person might start with, like, you know what? I'm going to add more protein to every meal, and drink more water. You know, some people are like, you know what? I am gonna go with the mindful eating, because that's like really affecting me. And I feel like that's the one I want to attack first. So, you know, you kind of do a behavior map, right? So we do a behavior map. Okay, cool. What do you want, what do I wanna do? I wanna build muscle. All right, what I wanna build muscle. So what are the behaviors? What let's list the top you know three, four behaviors you gotta start working on to build muscle. And like this is not like coming from me, this is a choice that the person will make. So the questions under the behaviors will be like, hey, what does it involve? Why does that matter? How will I know if I've done it? And what will will tell me it's time to move on, right? So behavior one, workout. For instance, I want to build muscle. Okay, behavior one, I got to start working out. What does it involve? Train three times a week and follow a specific workout plan. Why does it matter? Well, regular workouts stimulate muscle growth and improve strength. Makes sense. How will I know if I've done it? I'll have completed my workout journal for the day. You know, if you have a coach, obviously, it's, that's a very simple one because they keep you accountable. Like, hey, did you, get, did you make it in three times a week, right, this week? But if not, like, hey, did you, work, did you fill out your workout journal because you trained and ticked that off on a checklist? Okay, so what will tell me it's time to move on? Well, I'll, I'll have done three workouts per week consistently for two weeks. I'll be planning and prepping for my workouts with a calendar and system. So I'll have some strategy. I'll have things to follow. I'll have done it for two weeks. Then I'm gonna go and go move to my my second behavior, which is adding one nutrient-rich, high-quality meal. meal. So what's that gonna be? Well, what does it involve? A super shake, right? Super shakes are really easy. Like you blend it up two, three, four minutes, and it's done. So it doesn't take a lot of uh, time and effort. So why does it matter? Well, it gives me lean protein, fruits, veggies, and healthy fats conveniently, right, conveniently. Uh, how will I know if I've done it? Well, I'll have made it and drank a super shake every day. I'll take it off of my cons- consistency journal. So if you're using a journal, uh, you, like I said, if you're using app, whatever it may be. Uh, and what I, what, how will I know it's time to move on? Well, I'll get 90% or 80, you determine, but it's got to be at least 80, like 80 to 90% of the time, uh, I got my uh, super shake in, in those two weeks. So two weeks, 14 days, what's, nine, you know, what's 90% of 14, uh, 14 shakes? is about 12. You know, so if 12 out of 14, you knocked out a shake. Okay, cool. You have enough consistency to be able to move on to the next one, which might be behavior 3 adding lean protein to every meal cuz protein is so more important in building muscle, right? So, you can see how like the process of, of how we go through this, right? Somebody gets consistent with training, you know, and and maybe people are like for instance, right? Like imagine that somebody comes in to train and you know, right afterwards they go to FitBar and they get their post-workout smoothie, like the super shake, right? We get a super shake there and they they stack that habit so they connect it. Now all of a sudden they're doing two habits at the same time, but it's really easy because they're stacking them, right? Like, but notice how, like, this is how we want to approach this, where we build lifestyle-based habits that people do. So it takes education, integration, which helps them transform. But it seems seemingly, like like I said, you know, because most people go like, no, 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 like, give me the detox, give me the meal plan, give me the thing, let me go, right? And it's just not how behavior change works. And so, you know, think about it this way that like, you know, I talked about habit stacking, right, stacking habits. Um, and, and habit stacking, you know, kind of our level one, when we do challenges, like these are the ones that we like to... to promote a little bit more but once again like you know we're always like hey it doesn't have to be these but this is what we found you know focusing on eating till you're 80% full but the big kicker one is adding the protein to every meal like I, I really like um, we've seen really good results with that right and if you're you know if if, it's a, if a person likes tracking calories and macros and stuff like that we're like cool alright make sure that every one of your meals has you know for most people 30 to 40 grams of protein um, right. So they can track that. And I'm like, Hey, don't worry about the other stuff. Just make sure every meal gets that. Now, if some people, you know, like to have meals and snacks, they'll be like, cool, make sure your snacks have about 10 to 20%, of uh, 20, 10 to 20 grams of protein in them, depending on how big the person is, you know, what they're trying to achieve. But then, you know, that's easy for them to track. So if they're tracking an app, great. If they're tracking handful style, they'll know like, okay, cool. You know, one palm or two palms of protein, right? Um, right. You know if, if they're if they're able to lead re- relabel same thing so this this becomes a habit that we really work on is mindful eating but then eat, adding protein to every meal um doing a you know half a plate of veggies is is another big one and the thing is maybe you're not going to get the half a plate of veggies right away that's cool are we remember are we moving that dial right along and then what are some tactics and strategies like you know uh, i 'm a big fan of obviously athletic greens would get you which get gets you a uh you know seven eight servings of of uh greens essentially veggies and fruits and it 's got obviously a ton of it 's got seventy five different superfoods in there and you know probiotics and it 's like seriously the best uh honestly that 's my my health insurance um, period but that like that 's something that helps people out you know putting veggies and fruit into a blender with a super shake that's another convenient strategy of getting that in and then just looking at your plate and going like hey do i have more veggies you know i've and like i said being able to pick what they like hey grilled asparagus you know charred brussels sprouts um and, and and we you know we show them like this this really cool graphic where you look at like okay i'm like you want to eat as much. I mean, I would never give you a restriction on on fruits and veggies, but, you know, one cup of zucchini, 20 calories, you know, uh, one cup of kale, five calories, one cup of Brussels sprouts, 38 calories, a cup of broccoli, 31, baby spinach, seven, asparagus, 27, mushrooms, 15 calories, cauliflower, 27 calories, uh, you know, celery, uh, radish, 18 calories. So basically, it's like, look, you, you could... Smash three hundred calories of veggies and be so stuffed that it's it's nuts, you know, and you could eat a cookie that's four hundred calories right, but that's where you know it's making a point like man, how do we add more of this you can you're actually gonna feel like you're eating more food because you will be, but it's gonna be nutritiously dense but not calorically dense right and uh in, and then giving them the um i would say the uh the different options like hey look, I know it's you know it's hard for people to add veggies, so here's some ways to sneak it in. Um, replacing snack foods with fruit. Uh, there was a study done uh, that, I'm trying to find a study right now, uh, you know, fruit obviously higher in fibers and micros and lower in calories, uh, can satisfy sweet cravings and curb cravings. But a Syracuse study showed they could predict someone's body weight based on the food they had sitting on their countertops. And they saw that people that had uh, basically fruit you know, were able to, uh, were, were leaner, were healthier. Right, so uh, that's obviously a massive one. So if we if we look, you know, if we fly through it, and, and we go at those habit stacks, like obviously protein, it regulates blood sugar, it helps you you know keep lean body mass, uh, increases satiety, has a higher uh, thermic effect of food. You know, for women, six to eight palm-sized servings of protein per day. I'm sorry, for for uh, for men, uh, for women, four to six. Right, and if you're tracking in in grams, it's 0.75 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if you're 150 pounds, that would be 113, 150 grams of protein per day, right? So that's one of our main, uh, one of our main, obviously habits, like habit stacks, uh, eating to 80 percent full, full versus stuffed. Slow down the pace of eating. You know, timer, putting the fork down, um, eating away from distractions, television, work, computer. You know, are you working and eating at the same time? Uh, becoming aware in hunger and fullness cues, being aware of halt. We talked about that. Uh, if the fact if the goal is fat loss, then feeling a little hungry is okay. I'm being aware of that, right? You shouldn't always feel full. You should feel a little hungry. Taking 15 minutes to eat a meal, uh, eating a half a plate of veggies at every meal, right? We talked about that. It has vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, water, fiber to help fill you up during the uh, during the meal. Stay fit, full between meals and keep you healthy and recover from workouts. Same thing. Six to eight fist-sized servings for active men. Four to six fist size servings for active women doesn't need to be perfect, but do more than you are right now. Uh, zero calorie bre- beverages. I mean, water transports nutrients, oxygen, oxygen uh, dissolving, cleaning, reacting, padding, regulating temperature. So it's all the things we need to live. But also, yep, I was r- I was right last time I said it. it makes you feel fuller. But also, like you know, you 400 calories per day on average um, is drank in America. So, and we also saw saw a study that when you drink 500 milliliters of water before you eat. Over the course of 12 weeks, people lost four times more body fat than the ones that didn't. Right, all other factors being the same, uh, and also that your your metabolism increases 24 more percent, uh, for burns 24 more calories 60 uh, minutes after drinking 50, 500 milliliters of water. So all these you know super positive benefits um, that that are that are big, and so. So, man, like we, we, we just covered a good amount. And like, as always, when, when it comes to nutrition, I tend to go into the coaching nuances and stuff. But what we're going to do is we're going to do a kind of part two of this because um, I do want to build on this and continue on this and go in a little uh, more strategic uh, areas. But the, the key part of it is the fact like the mindset behind, you know, building skill sets and, you know, skill power versus willpower And how each one of those can be addressed to build. Uh, And once again, you know, because what we're gonna do in part two is also, you know, where do the macros fit in? Where do the calories fit in? Where do you you know? There's a lot of different approaches to do this, and it's literally kind of like you know, choose your own adventure that's gonna help you, help you win. Um, But this is a great foundation. It's a great foundation, like you know, the highly effective habits of physically, I would say, healthy, uh, good. uh, I would say, lean and uh, well-performing people. I, uh, that I'd probably work on that headline if I was going to do the book, but you, you kind of get the point of that, right? Like, um, I think it's, the, you know, getting that point across, so like how you're stacking your habits and building your habits is massively important. And then you can plug all these different variances in, like where some people go, hey, calorically, it's the thing to do, uh, you know, it's, or it's macros or what, what, what may be it. But like the point of it is all of that can be plugged in. So that's going to be part one. I'm going to hit you guys back with part two. So stay tuned for it. We'll be back with it. Coach Lucas out. Peace.